Welcome to the ministry of Reverend David Edigenfi. Reverend David is the founder and president of Kingdom Mystery Center Worldwide. He is an end-time apostle mandated to raise mature sons of God who will explicitly manifest their identity in Christ. Reverend David has a dynamic music ministry and is the author of Dangers of Wrong Marriage. His strong passion for soul winning has spread Jesus for all missions and evangelistic crusade ministry. Now listen to Reverend David Edgerby. Tonight I want to talk to you about prayer and the will of God. Prayer and the will of God. Prayer and the will of God. Hallelujah. I believe that we have come into a season where God wants us to know his will. Amen. So don't miss any point tonight. Let's trust God for grace to communicate. The will of God is the most important thing that a man must know. At any point in time, if there's anything that you must know about your life, it's what? The will of God. Very important. Very, very, very important. And last Sunday we understood that your relevance is connected to what? Your knowledge of the will of God for your life. Hallelujah. Alright, so it, we, 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 have, we are supposed to talk about prayer because um, there's an aspect of the will of God that would demand you to pray. And then the execution of the will of God would demand you to pray. The discovery of the will of God would demand you to pray. You getting it right and being in the perfect will of God would demand you to pray. So any prayerless believer can I can look I can promise you man of God I can tell I can put my hands on my chest and tell you that the moment you become prayerless any other step you take is outside the will of God No matter how good it is it's outside the will of God And that is how dangerous man of God you see the moment you stop okay the moment you stop praying, your next decision is actually outside the will of God. I know what I'm talking about. And I'm going to prove to you. And as long as decisions are concerned, you can't stop praying. Because, you see, in the realm of the spirit, Anytime you obey the voice of God, it's according to the weight of the word that comes to you. It determines the steps that you take. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? It determines the steps that you take. And actually, the distances you make in the realm of the spirit, don't forget the things I'm teaching you, please. The distances you make in the realm of the spirit has a huge connection with the sacrifices you pay. As long as obedience is what? Concern. For example, when we come to church, when we come to church, listen to me very carefully. Jesus taught this thing. When we come to church and we are giving offerings, look, it is not how much, the how much you gave, okay? The, the, the hugeness of the amount you gave. But it is how much what left you has cost you. That is what matters before him. 
There are two people that when you, when you say, I, I love you, and later I tell the person, I don't love you any longer. He will tell you, you've broken my heart. But there are another person, when you say, I love you, and he said, I don't love you. He said, thank you. See you later. And walk away. Why? Her heart was not so much in it. And when somebody's heart is so much into something, one day I was talking to a lady, he said, a lady, do you know what he said? He said, that the one could demo to do. I was like, like how? <laughs> and she, she couldn't, she couldn't get over it. She couldn't get over it. It was eating her up. It was eating her up. And I felt so sorry for her. I felt so sorry for her. So it's, how do you measure that? You could only measure that based on the sacrifices you made for that individual. Sacrifices. You use your school fees to help her, him finish his masters. And now he has mastered in chasing girls. And he's abandoning you. Your mother told you to go and uh, pay for your apprenticeship. You went to use it to rent a room for him. No, you see, you are doing yourself like you don't know what I'm talking about. You have done some before. You have done some before. Single reserve content. You go and rent them and we know all these things. One after you went to visit and you realized that Charlie, things were not fine. And now you were crying. Things were not fine. Because when you knocked, you realized that the, the radio was playing, but yet the door was locked. What a shock. Apparently, he gave you, he gave you a second key. But when you slotted the key inside, no way. You called and called and called and called. The, switch, the phone was switched off. I said, You waited. The door was not opening. Hey! As long as you keep waiting, the door will not open. You said, go home. The door will open. The door will open very soon. Sacrifice. So, in the realm of the spirit, you see, the sacrifices you pay will determine the distance you will be able to make. So we come to church. Look at it. We all love the Lord. Okay? We all love the Lord. And we come to church. Jesus gave that scenario. And we are giving offering. I have 2,000 Ghana cities on me. And I give uh, maybe I give 500 Ghana cities. I'll make this leap. Okay? In the realm of the spirit, I'll make this leap. Now another person comes to church. And he came with 600 but give 500. Look, he will make this leap in the realm of the spirit. So Jesus said that when they were giving offering, he was standing there and was looking into the bowl. How he was looking, whether physical or spiritual, I don't know. Because usually people have the habit of giving offering and squeezing it. Usually when people are giving offering, they don't squeeze it. It means that it's substantial. It's something they want people to see that Charlie. And then it's more borderless. I've given something very powerful. And they want people to see, you know, like as though they are not packaging the thing. Your first 50 Ghana you are giving, you want everybody to see. We, we know, you have done that before. All those who are laughing, they have been doing it every day. Don't mind them. Jesus said that among all the people that give the offering, some give bountifully, bountifully, but said, this woman has given the best. Because I it was then that I realized that God calculates our deed. He strikes it in percentage. But physically, you give 1,000. But spiritually, you give just 50%. You give just 50%. And when you put your 1,000 and his 500 together, 
and we add a percentiles and we strike it with a hundred, you will see the amount you gave. There's another dimension in mathematics. I don't want to go there. You see the amount you gave. You see the, the level of your strength. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So you need to understand some of these things. If you don't take decisions and be intentional based on scripture, there are certain things, look, you can't attain them. And there are people that when they come to church, okay, God brings them a blessing and they leave it and they walk away. They walk away. Why? They don't know that what they are doing attracts a blessing. They don't know. There are certain things you should know them by scripture. I mean, just be wise in the scriptures. I said, do what? He said, this is able to make you wise in what? He said, Timothy, that which your mother, Eunice, has passed on to you. He said, what? You should also hold it well and pass on to others. He said, these words, they are able to make you wise in the faith. So there are certain people who are wise I mean, who are not wise in their faith. And one of the people is, look, it saddens my heart. The, 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 the Ghanaian Christian. The Ghanaian Christian. Who can pray. And you see, we celebrate sweat in prayer more than answers in prayer. So how was the prayer answered? I was talking to somebody. He said, right now my prayer life has improved though. Has improved. That's what's happening. He said, now I do just, I, I do three hours at least. That's very powerful. And I was like, that's good. That's good. At least measure of improvement, fine. But your prayer results. Your prayer results. You understand what I'm trying to say? Your prayer results. Very important. So you should understand these things, my brother. Understand it. Listen, can I tell you something very frankly? There are many things that this altar will not teach you. I said there are many things that what? It will never come from here. Never. Never. Pastor, why? I'm telling you that when, if we stretch all the years God has given you on this earth, there are certain things that they are outside the domain of my preaching. I may not preach them before I check out. So if you are waiting, I'll teach you everything. You'll be there forever, oh Lord, I will, that kingdom come. So, if you are not a studious Christian, forget about growth and becoming powerful and becoming wise in the things of God. Forget about it. Forget about it. I took time to always find out reasons from scriptures why I do the things I do and corrected many things that I do I realized were not consistent with scripture. Yes. Like today I was telling you, when I was coming to the office, I decided to go and chase uh, with a phone, something, something, and then go and work on my car tire. On. Meanwhile, when I got up, the communication in my spirit was, when you wake up, the moment you drop your wife, get to the office and wait on me. So when I got up, I was in the house, draggy, draggy, draggy. When I came to the office and I was praying, do you know what the Holy Ghost told me? He said, you didn't make me a priority. And therefore, what I had for you, you've lost it. Straight. He said, you didn't make me a priority. What shows? You think that, oh, man, we are, we are, man, oh, we are, oh, about two Hey, listen to me. What's this? Seek ye first. Do you understand it? Take time and meditate upon it. Seek ye first. The kingdom of God and what? His righteousness. 
He said, then all these things shall be added unto you. So the things you go chasing, everything you went after, pause them, seek first that which God is saying. If you learn to make God a priority, he will make you his priority. It wounded me. I had to pray, tell the Holy Spirit, I'm sorry. But you see, there is something about the Holy Spirit that you must understand. There are certain things when you miss them, you can never get them again. Hallelujah. There are things we received by reason of the love of God. There are things we receive by reason of the grace of God. There are things we receive by reason of the mercies of God. There are things that are beyond the scope of these things. And when they go, you will never ever find them again anywhere. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. You will never find them again. That is why the Bible said that David prayed a prayer. said, teach me how to number my days. That I may apply my heart to wisdom. Because every season and every time, there is what you are supposed to do. And it takes wisdom. The Bible said, for they knew. They, they, the sons of Issachar had what? Wisdom and knowledge. For they knew what to do at what a time. They knew what to do at what a time. It is not everything that you are doing that is suitable for the time. And you must know. You must know what am I supposed to do now. Life must be lived with urgency. Don't be lackadaisical about it. Don't be sluggish about it. Don't be sluggish about it. You must be urgent. About everything in our life. Don't joke. Some of you live life as though you have the years of Methuselah. And in fact, you are, you are, even what you have right now, your 30 years crown, you have not yet started life. You have not yet started life. That's that's part here. Hey, that's hey, do you know what? Would you know? I was, I was, I saw, I was coming from a crisis there and I saw a, a young lady I know in the area whose picture is on the wall at the hospital. I said, I, I saw it on Facebook. I couldn't, like, oh, no, 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 no. This girl cannot pass on. I mean, some, such a sweet girl smiling everywhere. I remember she walks alone, smiling, jumping. I know her as she was growing. I was wondering. I was wondering. I mean, I'm older than her. Far older than her. So I was looking at when I saw her. Even if I subtract 10 years from her age, how old was she that she died? So it means that age, uh, 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 death does not come and ask you, how old are you? Oh, I thought it was time for you to die. Okay, okay. You are 30. Oh, okay. I'll come next four years. No, he doesn't have time for that. Do you understand what I'm trying to say here? So be urgent. Beloved, can I, can I ask you something? If I ask you how old are you, how old do you want to be? Some of you say 100, 90, 80. But what do you want to use it for? You don't know. You may not know. Very crucial. There are caves, there are junctions, there are hills, there are valleys in this pathway of life. A child of God, life is spiritual. Spiritual before physical. Spiritual. Anything you see physical had already happened in the spirit. And I'm telling you, some of the things you are seeing physical, they are just the side effect of the main things that are happening in the spirit. And you have no idea what is happening. Can you imagine that a king got up and was killing babies and nobody understood why he was killing babies. It was just a side effect. Just because was the, the spirit was looking for, Satan was looking for opportunity to terminate Jesus. 
So they killed two babies two years ahead of Jesus and two years after Jesus. Spiritual move. And nobody understood. Look at what happened to Moses. Life is more spiritual. That is why if you fail to be spiritual, I feel sorry for you. I feel sorry for you. I feel sorry for you. We went to a conference, a deliverance workshop conference, and a man was telling us about his experience. He was one of our resource people. And he was telling us one, 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 in one occasion of the prayer for somebody, he went to lay hands, and when he brought his hand out of the hair of the lady, blood all over the hand. Blood all over the hand. Apparently, the Lord opened his eyes and he saw snakes mess up with the hair. Small, small snake mess up with the hair. But the hair is nice. So, put your hand inside and then blood. Blood. What will you do? What will you do? Many people doing business out there have things that they are carrying. You are using your physical eye. You see, you are, people chant in the night to make sure they command customers in their favor. And you are using what? <laughs> Seven steps of Damascus, uh, whatever. Hey, you are a joker. You are a joker. The pastor was telling me something about somebody who went for, for girls. Is it for girls or forget? For girls. <laughs> went for, for girls and apparently the girl, the guy was going to woe. He knows ground. His leg has collected ground. <laughs> so when the guy stood in front of the girl, he said, walk off for girls. But the girl snubbed the was I don't know. Chama, You have chosen to do that thing with this physical eye. I'm telling you, some people have decided not. If I were you tonight, I'll take a decision. When it comes to the will of God, Jesus taught us that we must pray about it. Otherwise, we will never ever get it right. We must pray about it. So he said, when you pray, say, our Father. Which art in heaven. He said, Hallowed be thy name. Then he said, Thy kingdom come. Then he said, Thy will be done on earth. He said, As it is where? In heaven. Thy will be done on earth. As it is where? In heaven. So Jesus was telling us that when it comes to the will of God, if you can see it, it must be prayed. It must be prayed. The decision was taken in heaven, but the execution must happen on earth. But the truth is that God cannot step into the earth and start doing what he wants. Man has to permit him. Because when you read the book of Psalm, the Bible says, the heaven and the earth is for the Lord, but he has given the earth for the sons of men to rule. So he knows there are some people ruling here. There's a domain where his influence must go through another entity. So, if men don't pray, the will of God will not prevail on earth. If you don't pray, God's will for your marriage, you will not see it. Now, Pastor, let me have married. Who told you that was the will of God? I say, if you don't pray, your next step is the wrong step. It's the wrong step. 
no matter how beautiful it is, I'm telling you, no matter how beautiful it is, your next step, your next step, your next step, your next step is the wrong step. No matter how nice and how glamorous it looks. So if I were you, I will not take prayer for granted. If I were you, I will not take prayer for granted. The Bible said, that will show me the path of life. That will show me the path of life. For in thy presence. So you must learn to be God's presence. Be in God's presence. To actually locate the way to go. Including your national service. Including the job you got to do. Even where you have to stay. Even where you have to stay. You must pray about it. Hallelujah. The Bible says that many are the plans in a man's heart, but it is the Lord that directs his steps. It is the Lord that directs his steps. It is the Lord that directs his steps. Hey, don't tell me you are too smart. And I'm here and I'm here and I'm getting, getting a lot of money. You know, life is about money, making money. If you don't have money, girls will not like you. If you don't have money, nobody will respect you. If you don't have money, hey, chairman. Money, money. Money, money. Money, money. Are you here? I said, pray. Don't take it for granted. Please. No matter how insignificant it is, pray. Just pray. Just pray about it. Do you know that God is concerned about everything concerning you? The Bible says that he has taken his time to number the hair on your head. So God knows that there is a particular hair on your head called number one. Another one called number two. Another one called one million and three. Another one called two, twenty-two. Whatever. But you cannot tell, but God knows this. Oh, God, what is the name of this hair? Oh, this is 56. <laughs> 56. Hair 56. And then, okay, God, what, is, what about this one? Ah, this was one of the first of, okay, okay, this is part of the first one that started coming up. Yeah. Then it, let me see. Oh, this 22. This 22. God knows it. You don't know it. Now, for God to take time to even label your hair, to let you know that he's so careful about the details about you. He's concerned. He's so concerned. He's interested in even your bathing. Then I wrote. And I, you see, one thing, about, man of God, one thing about the voice, learn this thing. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Learn this thing. One thing about the voice of God is that when the, the voice of God comes to you, it communicates the will of God. And every will of God works in a time frame. Every will of God that enters the earth. Listen to me very careful. Don't forget these things. Every will of God that enters the earth carries time tag. I said carries what? Time tag. The only time it does not carry time tag is when it is outside this world. I mean this earth. Because so when the voice of God comes to you, um, man of God, my son, I want you to fast three days. Man of God, if this, the assignment for which this three days, uh, this fasting has to fulfill, 
It's 55 days. My God, you'll be surprised how urgent the voice of God will be in your heart for the next 55 days. The day that 55th day will expire, that is when you will not sense it again. Gone. It means that its relevance is past. That is why you cannot sit there and do things in your time. The Bible says that in his time, he makes all things what? your time. In his time. He told himself, whatever he tells you to do, please do it. And then he advised uh, Judas. He said, whatever you have doing, do it quick. Do it quick. Do it quick. Beloved, the will of God is a mystery. The will of God is a mystery and it is not easy for you to understand. It must be communicated. One, it has to be revealed. It has to be explained. It has, you must be guided. You must be helped. To be able to walk in the will of God, you must be helped. My God, sometimes it's so mystical that God's will is for me to get married to you. But when I look at you, it is not, you don't look like the type my heart desire. You are not even working, but I want to marry a man who, who is working, who can take care of me. But God's will is that he married this guy. But you see, when you look at the specs, it is not what really is maritable. But little do you know that in three days, this one is going to become a CEO. It's a mystery. It's a mystery. And it's a mystery to you because I, the will of God if you are doing KCM, never drink it to him. So the Bible said, the secret things belongs to God and the things that are revealed belongs to you and your children's children. So you have to understand this. And don't remember... What did he say in the Proverbs chapter 3? He said what? Don't be wise in your own eyes. Don't be wise in your own eyes. Don't be wise in your own eyes. Use the wisdom of God. Walk by the wisdom of God. Operate by the wisdom of God. And you will walk in the will of God. As simple as that. Do you know that you cannot separate the will of God from the ways of God? You cannot separate the will of God from the ways of God. So it is not enough to know the will of God. But if I know his ways and I walk in his ways, even without knowing I'm executing his will, I will be happy because I know I'm in his will. As long as I keep pace in his way. He said, I am the way. Then the same way said that I am the truth. And the truth said that I am the life. The same person. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. (laughs) Are you here? So, he said unto them, when ye pray, say our Father, which are in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, and thy will be done. So the emphasis is on what? And thy will what? Be done. As in heaven, so in earth. When you read the book of Job, he said that knowest thou the ordinances in heaven that you may establish rulership on the earth. That means that when it comes to establishing rulership on the earth, 
it is connected to your knowledge of what has transpired in the heavens. When you read the Bible, the Bible talks about the, the, the court of heaven. There is a court in heaven that explains the constitutions of the spirit. When there is a controversy about any article or any part of the constitution of this nation, we go to the high court, true or false? We go to, is it high court? The supreme court. We go to the supreme court for the interpretation, final interpretation. Beloved, when there's any controversy about your life, it goes to the supreme court of heaven. And the Supreme Court of Heaven sits on it. They sit on it to interpret. You don't know. You don't know things that happen. Why do you think he's our attorney? And why do you think he calls himself judge? <laughs> the reason why you always win your case is because he, because of the redemption activity. Because he died for you. Because the blood is still speaking for you. If not for that, you should have lost your case long time. You should have lost your case. So the Supreme Court of Heaven take decisions on what must be done in two years, in three years, in Pastor Iman's life, in uh, Joel's life, in Kabnet's life, in Adjoel's life. The Supreme Court has a program. So decisions are being taken in the Court of Heaven concerning the earth. Things are perfect in heaven, but things must be perfect on the earth. So the Bible says in the beginning, listen, God created the heavens and the earth. He never said that the heavens were without form. He said the earth was without form. <laughs> the earth was without So the heavens are perfect, but the earth still needs to improve. Darkness was upon the surface of the deep. The Holy Spirit was brooding over the surface of the deep. And many decisions at any point in time. One, one, one of the days we were praying. Where was I? Yes, I was in the house. I was praying. I just finished praying and I came to my hall. And I saw in a vision a man of God, actually Prophet A.B. coming to my house. And then, no, I, I saw myself in a meeting like a big door was open. And when the big door was open, I saw it's like just a meeting had just closed. Like a meeting has just closed, and the people who were coming out, ah, like they looked like the Asian patriarchs, like Moses, Dems, Abraham, Dems. I was like, Hey, where am I? I was, oh, what, what? It was like some, it's a place I know about already. So I was like, ah, What happened? What, what happened? What happened? Also, we came to take a decision on Prophet AB. One of the men were telling me, We came to take a decision on Prophet AB. I said, Oh, really? He said, we want to make available the counsels of God unto him. And then the man went foul, so and he passed, he passed. Talking about, it's not like I was asleep. I'm seeing the thing clear. And he passed. The moment that the man passed and the vision went, I had my door. Call, call, call. When I opened the person, Prophet David was standing in front of my door. As a man of God, I didn't know what he came to do. Prophet Abi came to town. Listen. Hey. Prophet Abi came to town three days ahead. And never told anybody, went to hide somewhere and prayed for three days for the counsel of God. Me, I didn't know, I didn't know that he was in town, I didn't know anything. So he said, when he finished and he was going, the Holy Spirit told him, Go to Pastor David. He said, Go, go, go and go and say hi to him. So he passed around to just come and say hi to me and go back. And I had also finished praying from my bedroom, came to my hall and just about sitting, I saw this vision. And when I finished, the vision went off. Prophet David knocked the door. 
Hey, that day, that afternoon, come and see my hall. Hey. Presence. My belief just my belief in me and him. So I told him, I said, Prophet, this is, this is a vision I just saw. I won't let you tell me why you are here. So when I said it, he laughed. <laughs> he said, I have been in town for three days. I actually came to pray that God should show me his will and his counsels. And when I finished and I was going, the Lord told me there was a strong impression that I should come and say hi to Rev. And that's why I came. I actually came to say hi. I said, well, then this is what the Lord is saying. So then we discussed it. And then I left him and he went. So there are councils. There are decisions. Council members meet in heaven. On your matter. Sometimes some of you go into prayer. Lord, Lord, heal me of this sickness. Lord, heal me of this sickness. Abraham will call a meeting. He said, please come. Hey, get uh, a Jewish angel. Bring, come, 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 come. Yes, uh, get David. Get now, let's, let's take a decision. This guy is praying that we should, he should be healed. Can we find a reason why should he? Do, do you understand? Do you know that the Bible says that Satan is the accuser of the brethren, accusing you always. So there is an accusation that goes on that you should never be healed. But there should be a there will be a meeting that is running, taking decisions concerning matters on the earth. Taking decisions. So the Bible says, come to me with your strong reasons. Come on to me with what? Your strong reasons. Come and tell me why you say I should, I should, I should touch you. Why I say I should heal you. You know David is quite sensitive. Sometimes when he gets into the meeting, he weighs the heart of men. He looks at and says, oh, I can't wait. Or the question show, my mom, I know. My mom, I know anything there. Or the question show. Oh, shut up, come on. Yes, or the question show. Yeah, we go. Kiss over There are so many reasons why you have to pray. Why do I have to pray about the will of God? Let's run through that. I have to pray about the will of God because it's a mystery. The will of God is a mystery. The will of God is a mystery. <laughs> I have to pray about the will of God because it's what? It's a mystery. Now, before I continue, let me just give quickly run through these three things. Three kinds of the will of God. Three kinds of the will of God, or three types of the will of God. Three types of the will of God. Number one, we have the we have the sovereign will of God. The sovereign will. I think we have the what? The sovereign will of God. If I give you this, you understand the message properly. We have the sovereign will of God. I expect you to ask a lot of questions after this meeting. Because I know there are many, many questions. How will I know that? If God knew that this was going to happen, why did he do this? And blah, blah, blah. I know. I'm expecting all those things. The sovereign, this is the will of God that is bound to happen. Okay? It is bound to happen. You can't do anything about it. For example, the death of Jesus. Jesus had to die. The Bible says that it has to come. Or see, uh, whatever, whatever. The offense shall come by whoever, by whom it shall come. Is that not it? It, it was bound that Jesus had to come. It is God's will. Permanent, you can't do anything about it. That will cannot overrule. It cannot be what? 
over. Do you know there are certain wills that can be overruled? There are certain wills. We'll get there. I will show you. There are certain wills that can be overruled. But there are others that cannot be overruled. And one of them is the sovereign will of God. Now listen, God hasn't discussed his sovereign will with anybody. He doesn't come and discuss, uh, uh, I want Jesus to come and die. What do you think? <laughs> no, 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 no. He doesn't. He establishes it. For God to go to Moses and ask Moses, and told Moses, Moses, these people don't love me. They are, they are worshipping idols. I want to destroy everybody. That was not God's sovereign will. That's why Moses was able to negotiate and the Bible said that God repented. God repented. It wasn't his sovereign will. Psalm 33, verse number 11. Look at, look at, look at the scripture. He said that the counsel of the Lord standeth forever. The counsel of the Lord, that's what? That, that will, you can't do anything about it. It stands forever. The thought of his heart to all what? Generations. You can't do, you can't do anything about it. Hallelujah. Daniel 4.35. Quickly, just, just flash that one for me. Daniel 4.35. It says that, and all the inhabitants of the earth are reputed as nothing. And he do according to what? When God begins to move according to his sovereign will, everybody looks like nothing. Whatever you are doing, doesn't, it doesn't matter. That thing has to... You see, whatever you do, even contribute to the fulfillment of that, that sovereign will. For example, it is God's sovereign will that at the end of the world, Satan and the unbelievers must be casted into the lake of fire. You can't do anything about it. It is God's sovereign will that the Antichrist must come. You can't do anything about it. It is God's sovereign will that the rapture must come. You can't do anything about it. So these are wills you cannot change. You can't do anything about it. You're only to comply. Do you comprehend? You can't, do any, you can't do anything about it. So he said that, and all the inhabitants of the earth, in the place you know where we are seeing, you know, are reputed as nothing. They are all reputed as nothing. Why? And he do according to his will in the army of what? So do you see that heaven has armies? Then he said, and among the inhabitants of the earth, and none can stay his hand. Or say that means that nobody can stop the move of God, the hand of God. You can't stay his hand. Or say unto him, What dost thou? You say nobody can say that when he gets into action. Oh God, why? Why are you bringing the Antichrist? God, why? Why? Oh no, 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 stop, stop, stop. Father, in the name, I'm going to do 32 days of fasting and prayer at Atria Mountains. Atria Mountains, I'm going to do it. In my own day, I'll go to Afajato. I, I, I try it's not too tall. Why are you going to fast? I'm going to pray that the will of God, I mean that of, uh, Antichrist will not come. The Antichrist will not come. I'm going to fast. Hey, you die on the mountain like Moses, you will not find your body. I'm telling you. You die on the mountain like Moses. So you see, you should understand these things. Understand certain things. And don't move in a certain way that will be against the will of God rather. Hallelujah. So know that which is and that which is not. Am I saying something very important here? Yeah. Revelations 4.11. 
Thou art worthy, O Lord, to receive glory, honor, and power. He said, for thou hast created all things, and for thy pleasure they are and were created. There are certain things that he did it for his pleasure. You can't do anything about it. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Can you imagine that God creating you as a woman, you can't do anything about it. It is a sovereign will. Nations will fight. They say, ah, I want to be a Mophrodite. Ah, I mean, I want to be a woman. I want to be a man. I want to be this. There's confusion everywhere. Now they say they wake up. Are women going to play with the men in one team or what? Because certain women say they are men. And certain men say they are women. No, it's not happening. Certain men say they are women. So the women team, they are going to play. And certain women say they won't understand. You see the confusion in this world. When crazy people lead the world, the world goes crazy. The, the, the power and the ability to lead is not there. How much more the ability to su- supervise? Leadership must go. Strong leadership is what produces supervision. So if there is no lead, if leadership is weak, supervision will be surely, surely, surely be weak. Are you understanding what I'm trying to say? Because to prove that there's leadership, there must be innovation, there must be creativity, there must be uh, initiative. If these things are not there, you have not created anything, you have not made any provision, you have not, what are you going to supervise? What are you going to supervise? Nothing. The will of God. Romans eleven thirty three to 36. He said, oh the, oh, the deep of the riches, both the wisdom and the knowledge of God. He said, how unsearchable are his judgments. And his ways are what? Past finding. 34 says, for who had known the mind of the Lord? Or who had been his what? Counselor. 35 says, or who had first given him? And it shall be recompensed unto him again. 36 says, for him and through him and to him are all things to whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. Amen. Even Bible knows how to say amen. Amen. (laughs) Hallelujah. So we have the sovereign will of God. You can't do anything about it. Hallelujah. I have a lot of scriptures that I don't want to just go into it. When you read Proverbs 19 to 21, it says that there are many devices in a man's heart. Nevertheless, the counsel of the Lord shall stand. So there's that which is called the counsel of God, the, the will of God. That is what shall stand. That's what she has done. But I just want to move on. And we have number two. We have the, 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 the moral will of God. I say what? As for the moral will of God. Now, one thing I want you to know is that the, the sovereign will of God is not, is not in a secret. It's not secret. Do you understand? It's not secret. The sovereign will of God is not secret. We knew somebody would come and die. You see? The, sovereign, the knowledge of the sovereign will of God is not secret, but the knowledge of the way of the sovereign will of God is always hidden. The Bible says that, when you read the book of Job, he says that we know the pathway of lions and even the eagle. He said, but we don't know where wisdom is hiding. <laughs> he said, no one can tell. So the way of the sovereign will of God is a mystery 
It's a mystery. Because, my God, if he chooses you, that you are the one going to betray Jesus, and say, oh, no, 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 I won't do it. No, 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 no. Even then, no, 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 I won't do it. I won't do it. It's an act of betrayal in a certain direction that you may not even know. Your action, every act you will do will contribute to the fulfillment of that will. As I was going in the Lord, I prayed a prayer. I fasted and I prayed night after night because me wanna bam so. And I thank God I prayed. I said, Lord, let me never become a victim to anything evil on this earth. But you have any, if you have anything glorious, any new thing which is glorious that you want to do on this earth, please use me. Because I was considering why should a nice guy like Judas all of a sudden be considered for betraying Jesus? He became a victim. I prayed and fasted. I fasted about it. I prayed and fasted about it. That I should never become a victim. See, I will not be a victim. I will not be a victim. Somebody may want to use uh, you to make a statement. And then, I say, I was say, put away, I will see a ceiling. No, no, it will not be your story. It, it shouldn't be. It shouldn't, it shouldn't be. It shouldn't be. Hallelujah. There are certain important prayers you have to pray. You have to pray them. Eh? Prayers like, Lord, I come against every false accusation that will bring me to the place where I cannot defend myself. There are certain things where people say about you. It, it, you alone and God are the only people that know that it's not you. But everything around you shows that it's you. And you have to pray about, against such things. You have to pray. It has happened to me before. It has happened to me before. One day I went to visit one of my cousins. When I was in Nachimoto school. I, on, it was a meeting. And I, usually I stay on, on, me, on campus to pray and fast. And this time I decided, okay, let me go and visit them at Sakumono. So I went to Sakumono. When I went to visit my cousin, she wasn't there. But my sister was there. And uh, Once I was there, I felt like I want to go back and go and pray. So I left. When I left... Her money got lost in the house. And when she came home, I was accused of come to steal the money. Up to today, we talk about it. That I stole her tithe. Tithe means show me Who show me a Woman father can't want to go Means show me Tithe. No. But I was not there. But you see, she said it for all other cousins to believe that I'm a thief. Can you imagine? Meanwhile, I was going to pray. I, 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 don't, I didn't enter her room. And then, later on, they realized that a house help who is in the house. When she realized I had come and I was going, did that so that I would be accused. So she said the thing such a way that it would look like it's me. So she went to steal another thing, and when she was going to hide it, where they were going to hide, they caught her and they saw the tight card and everything. This my cousin had never come out and said that. So anybody who believed it has believed it. I say prayer. Some of these things can stop your favor doors. It can shut them. Somebody who really was going to marry you and say, Ah, get away, where you come for? I can't him. Oh, me, I can't say, Oh, get away, we are for watch. And I can't him. And so that can I need your home. But I said no be kind, you know. I block it down, I shut it down. Then I come and I twelve you, mu. I 
people in the That's what they know. So pray against certain pray against certain things. Am I saying something very important here? Pray against certain things. Don't please take things for granted. I beg you. Some of you, you are too playful. Too, too, too playful. And you are not conscious of anything. Nothing bothers you. You are not worried about anything. Hallelujah. Alright, let me just add this and maybe we'll continue the why you have to pray. I'll continue later on. Maybe um, some other time. So, I spoke to you about the moral, moral, God's, which one? Moral will of God. Alright, so the moral will of God is clearly in the Bible. Okay? For example, the Bible says that this is your, this is the will of God for your life. Even sanctification. Your sanctification is the will of God. The Bible says that this is the will of God for you in Christ Jesus. What is that? Thanksgiving. These are stated clear. Thou shalt not do this. You shall not forsake the gathering of the saints. These are the will of God. These are the will of God. You should not stay home when it's church time. He said they that go to Zion, they move from strength to strength. These are the will of God for your life. And it is also, that one too is not secret. Do you get what I'm trying to say? The sovereign, of, the sovereign will of God is no secret. We all know that there is a lake of fire. You don't know. We all know that the devil, the uh, 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 abandoned death, and the grave, they will all be casted to the lake of fire. Draw force. We all know that we are going to be like him when he shall appear. Draw force. We all know that where he is, we shall also be draw force. So this is sovereign will of God. You can't do anything about it. Whether you believe it or you don't believe it, you go to Jehovah with this, Jehovah, uh, whatever, and you believe that we will not go or whatever. You see, your belief or unbelief will not change the truth. It will not change it. It is better you look for the truth and hold on to it than to believe a lie and propagate it as though it is true. You are just wounding yourself. You are just wounding yourself. One day I was preaching to a Muslim and I asked him a question. I said, I don't, I'm not condemning whatever you have. I may be wrong, you may be wrong. But have you taken your time to double check what your mother and your father introduced you to? Have you ever? He was looking at me. He said, no. I said, do it. Find the truth for yourself. Your mother may be wrong. And he gave his life to Christ that day. Your mother may be wrong. It's true. Your father may be wrong. Your father may be wrong. Look for the truth yourself. The, the moral will of God is not a secret. And that is why God will judge you. Because it is open. What you are supposed to do, what you are not supposed to do, it is there. Clearly. Or it's not. It's there. I'm making things very simple for you, I'm sure. Because I want you to get it. I want you to understand it. I don't want to come in with Greek, Greek, any Greek matters. I want you to get it. You have to understand this. Hallelujah. When you read something like uh, 1 Thessalonians 4, 3, 6, it says, for this is the will of God. Like straight. For this is the will of God. 1 Thessalonians 4, the verse number 3 to 6. For this is the will of God. Your sanctification. Even your what? Sanctification. That ye should abstain from what? Fornication. Then he said that every one of you should know how to possess his vessel in sanctification and honor. What's your vessel? Show me your vessel. Show me your vessel. Your body is your vessel. This is the will of God. You should know how to possess it. How to control it. How to be in charge. And control it in what? Sanctification and what? 
honor. Honor. That means that you cannot just put anything at all on and take your body anywhere at all. Just get up. Yesterday I was telling somebody, I said, ah, with all this anointing and all this, thing, you carried us, we come and stand here? Here for what? Here? No. Honor. Honor the body. You see, if it is the temple of the Holy Spirit, honor it. It is the will of God that our bodies must be honored. Am I saying something very important here? That is why you don't carry the body anywhere and you don't let anybody play with the body anyhow. It is God's will. It is God's will. One day I traveled with one of my pastors and we entered into a house. When we got to the house, he removed his shoes. He removed his shoes. We have not entered the hollow. We are just on the compound. The towels outside alone. When he got there, he removed his shoes and carried it and he was walking on it. I said, oh, try to put that on. <laughs> Hallelujah. What am I trying to say? You see, the fact that that house was for a particular high-ranking man of God and the presence of God, I mean, the, the, the way the place was, he, he was forced to honor the ground. So knowing very well that the Holy Spirit dwells in your body. No, no, come to think about it. Knowing very well. How much more your boss house? Will you write on it? The last time your boss gave you a, a lift. Look at how straight you were sitting. You couldn't even tell your Look at how straight you were t- sitting. You are conscious of the presence you were with. If you are conscious of who occupies your body, you will handle it well. You will handle it well. Say, honor. It is the will of God. That every one of you should know how to possess his vessel in sanctification and word. And the next verse says what? It said, not in the last of concupiscences, even as the Gentiles which know not God, that no man go beyond and defraud his brother in any matter, because that the Lord is the avenger of all such, as we also have forward you and testify. Now, all these things are talking about our moralness. Okay, how we are supposed to do this, don't do that. Like the Bible says, we should not let any filthy word comes from out our lips. We should not let this are moral. So anything that you do, you, you that, like the Bible telling you that pray without ceasing. This are you see, there are commands you should know. There are commands, there are instructions. These are and these are the will of God communicated to you in the word. And it is wise for you to obey them. Is it beautiful? Hello? No, no, okay. To lay my hands on you with an anointing and you fall down, bam, and all this that I'm teaching you, which one do you prefer? This is more powerful than slaying you under the spirit. This is more powerful. How many of you love the will of God? And how many of you have already are already obeying the moral will of God? Hey. Chineke. (laughs) 
I didn't say anything, no. I didn't say anything. Do you know that the Bible says that if you do the will of God, you will abide forever. That means that obeying the will of God extends your life. Can you imagine? It extends your life. It gives you long life. I will be talking about a third type of will the next time we meet then I will continue from there because that is where the, the connection truly is hallelujah so you should understand that God has a sovereign will I say God has a what? sovereign will and beloved there's nothing we can do about that and then he has a moral will he has expectation how he wants us to become. Hey, listen to me. You can become a very beautiful Christian. Very powerful. Hallelujah. Very powerful. Look, Christianity is not just in uh, putting on your duku and looking some way. No, uh, no, 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 no. I say you can become powerful and you can be happy throughout. You can be happy inside, outside. You can be happy on campus. I mean, in the market, at the workplace. You can be happy. There will be the peace of God. You, you can be 100% joyful. It's possible. And all that your hand find doing shall prosper. It shall do well. It's a blessed that they do that. Do not sit at the seat of the scornful. It's a moral will of God. And as we don't do that, he says it shall be like a tree planted by the many rivers of water whose fruit whose leaf will never, will never go dry now listen <laughs> when you fail one of the wills of God you can't be promoted especially if you are not able to honor the sovereign will and to honor the moral will of God forget about the third one which is the, the unique individual wills of God. That one is secret. That is, God takes Pastor Mike and all about Pastor Mike, we don't know. We don't know. All we know, all we know, listen, all we know, all we know about Pastor Mike is that he's born again. All we know, all we know is that a, a, a man will be born Pastor Mike. But as to whether he was going to be fair, dark, where he will be born, it's a secret to to you, it's a secret to Satan. It is only God that knows. But God wants to make it known to us. God, he wants to make it known to us. The reason why Satan is so able to crush your life is because he doesn't know the details of your life. Ah, we go shatalaba. Reko shabradi atalabradi. Shedadadadaba. He would have finished you a long time, but he doesn't know the next step you are supposed to take. The Bible says that it is God that directs the steps of the righteous. It is God that directs the steps. So you take your leg and as you are placing it there, you don't even know where you are putting it, but your surety is with the God, the Lord, that he will hold your leg and put it where it's right. One day I was talking to a lady. A gentleman came to her. She says she wants to marry her. And it became a battle for her. I said, let's pray about it. We pray, 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 pray. The night she was going to give her reply. She no, 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 she said, I almost said yes. She said, all of a sudden, I said, no. She said, when I said no, I started crying. Tears started coming. I, I fell. She said, no. I said, why? 
later, I said, I've not regretted. <laughs> Can you imagine? I've not regretted. And sometimes, that no can cost you, are you aware? It can cost you like four years. It can cost you like five years. And you make you look stupid. It will let you look stupid. But it's a mystery. Ah, why would he, why would he choose a feeding draw of sheep for the savior of the world, the king of the universe, to be born there? It's a mystery. Now, when the babies were being killed, they killed them from the hospitals and from but they never thought that. So God can take your life through the nyebum and you'll be fine. He can hold your hand and tell you, I say, I will make you a prime minister, but let's go through the prison. And he'll take you to the prison. It's a mystery. God, I wanted to live for you. Lord, why? Why? I could have slept with Potiphar's wife. Lord, why? 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 But he said, go to prison. Ah, I was rather living for the Lord. I was doing what is right. I was doing what is right. Why should I be imprisoned for the good thing? The Bible says that it is better for you to be persecuted when you do the right thing than for you to be praised when you do the wrong thing. That is better. And then he had to go through the prison. Go through the prison. He never knew that the exit door of the prison arrives at the palace. It's a mystery. Be happy. He said, be happy. Be happy. When all men persecute you, when you go through direct persecution and tribulation, be happy. As long as you know you are consistent with the will of God, please stay on course. I'm going to teach this man. I'm going to take my time to teach this thing and help you to know how to discover the will of God. How to know whether I'm consistent in the will. And how to return when I've lost it. Be happy. Am I saying something very important here? I'm going to stay. Because that unique will is a secret. Jeremiah 29 11. What did he say? That unique will is what? It's a secret. Nobody knows. As we are here right now, how rich Pastor Mike is going to be, we don't know. We don't know. We don't know. Satan may think, okay, fine. Uh, since he's the CEO of uh, Pizza House, uh, let me destroy Pizza House. But little would Satan know that, Charlie, the destruction of Pizza House is actually bringing a new idea. The Bible said that if they had known. They knew that Jesus had to come and save the world. But as to how he was going to do it, Satan didn't know. So when they were killing him, he thought he was finishing him. They didn't know that that was actually the express way to that act. So the Bible said, if they had known, they wouldn't have crucified the God of glory. They wouldn't have crucified him. They would have crucified him. But when they crucified him, they realized that Charlie, Omar Tuefidema, Eyomwangasa. Hey, your, your life is in the hand of God. I say, your life is in the hand of God. He's directing your steps. You will not miss it in the name of Jesus. I say, you will not miss it in the name of Jesus. Rejoice, my little children, for you have overcome the world. For whatever is born of God is known to overcome. And as you are born of the Lord, you have overcome the world. I said, you have overcome the world. I said, you have overcome the world. Don't be sad. Don't be sad. Just be consistent with the moral will. Just be consistent with the sovereign will. Just be consistent with the will of God. And don't care about what's happening around you. He said, if it is you, Jesus, bid me come. Just bid me come. 
you may be going through a lot you may be going through challenges you may be going through shame you may be going through disgrace but i'm telling you the truth they are all working together something beautiful for you look at what he said he said that jeremiah jeremiah 29 11 quickly 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 let's get there let's get there let's get there for i know the thoughts that i think towards you he knows it he god he knows it the thoughts that he thinks towards you see as the lord he said it's thought of peace not of evil to give you an expected word and look at how he packaged it i'm just going to give you i'm going to give you an expected end as to how the end is going to be the bible says he's the author and the finisher of our faith he's the only one who can tell how the end is going to be nobody it's like you're watching a movie for the first time you can tell all that you have watched before but you can't tell where it's going you can predict but you may not get it right Praise the Lord. Can you pray in the spirit for some about this thing? I don't know the prayer topic I have to give you, but you just want to pray in tongues if you can pray in tongues. If you cannot pray in tongues, you can just just lift your hands and say, Lord, thank you. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Just keep repeating, thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Because some of these messages, even we, the preachers, we may not be able to preach it well. But the Holy Spirit has a way. He can pick the word and make it clear and bring understanding and the communications of the Spirit, even into your spirit, man.
you have increased us in wisdom. Lord, I know you are going to reveal yourself to us in our dreams. Lord, you are going to reveal your will for us in our, in our dreams. I pray. Help us. Anywhere we've missed it, bring us back on track. Help us find a way. In Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Oh, praise the Lord. Wow. Amen. I think I've taken 13 more minutes. Eh? All right. Any questions? Just take your seat. If you have any question, any question about this subject, maybe I want to take one or two questions about this subject. Please be fast. Be fast. <clears throat> okay, Pastor Mike. Daddy, so we are all going to answer the question, okay? Let's be ready. Uh -huh. Daddy, God bless you for the Amen. message. That was very powerful Thank and you. impactful. I bless God for your life. Daddy, my question is, um, let's say the will of God for your life concerning maybe your life partner is supposed to be maybe Amma, okay, but you chose Ajwa. Is there a way you can come back into the will of God? Maybe you, you are supposed to choose Amma and you are supposed to, uh, what do you call it, become something that God has planned for you. Because of Amma in your life, but you chose Ajoa, it can apply in any other field. Is there a way you can come back into the will of God, even though you went out of His will in the first place? Is it possible to come back into God's will as you pro progress? As you progress, and I like that. As you progress, like when I was starting the teaching, I, I made a statement. I said there are certain things that happens once in your life, and you will never find them again. Now, for example, let's take uh, John Wesley. For example, you know, when John Wesley was come to marry, Charles Wesley advised him that he should not marry the woman he was going to marry. Okay? He should not marry the woman he was going to marry. Now, I cannot tell the total, the complete will of God. Now, I'll be, this series is taking us into the higher calling and the low callings of God. Okay? We'll come to a place. I'll teach you about what Paul meant by uh, forgetting about the past that, I mean, blah, 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 blah. Yes, if there is a high calling, it means that there is a low calling. Hello? Hi. So, don't miss these meetings. But this month, is all about the will of God. Now, what happened actually was that John Wesley's marriage was never correct forever. Forever. It was never correct. He was never a happy man when it comes to marriage. The wife did everything to make sure that he would even destroy John Wesley's ministry, tarnish his image, blah, 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 blah. But it didn't work. Now, there is a dimension when you read a Romans, uh, is it Romans eight twenty eight. Romans eight twenty eight. Put it on screen. There's so much for us to learn when it comes to the will of God. I can teach this thing like the whole year. Yes, he said, and we know that all things work together for the good to them that love. God. Now, things, the, the alteration of things. Are you following me? Hello? Hi. I want to know you are here. Are you following? Yes. The alteration of things actually begins when your love for God begins. Okay? God now begins to take both the good and the bad that had happened to you and it formulates an expected end for you. You, you, get, you get what I'm trying to say. 
So the Bible says, all things work together for the good of them that love the Lord. Then he said, to them who are called. So we look at you, we see that Charlie, this guy, he's living his calling according to the purpose of God. Eh? You see that Charlie, this guy, hey. Like I, had, I, used to have a, I used to have a son in the tertiary. He was going to stand for a presidential something on campus and he was going to read his manifesto, so he decided to take small this thing, and the thing went through his head. <laughs> According to him, he said he heard a voice, go and look for Brad Dave. I didn't know him from anywhere. I just know that he's one of the hard guys on campus. I didn't know him. So I was there and they came. They're looking for him. He said, the voice is telling him to come and look for me. So I just laid hands on him and prayed for him. He didn't fall down. But he told me, he said he feels the peace of God. So it means I don't need to fall down to ask the, know that God has touched you. He said, he feel the peace of God. And from that day, he became a son that so strongly attached. Strongly attached to me. And at a point, I asked him a question. I said, Charlie, whilst we're walking, like, as we're going, praying together, doing many things together. I said, Charlie, what about the presidential? I'll see you, Papa Dave. That thing. He left my inside, though. He left my inside. He come out. He come out. <laughs> Are you getting what I'm saying? Now, God started molding this guy into another thing altogether. Became a very powerful man of God. So there is a way. When you get it wrong, eh? There are several, there are several systems. I need to talk about all this. What do you think? I need to talk about there are several systems that you can engage to cause a repair, a return. The Bible says that remember the point from where you are falling. It's one system. Say begin to do the things you used to do. So some of the repairs comes from your actions. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Some of the repairs will come from your actions. But some answers to waitings. He said, the young man shall grow weak. The strong man shall utterly what? Fall. But he said, they that wait upon the Lord, they will renew their strength. They will mount up with wings as that of the eagle. Now the one who was falling, the one who was weak, will begin to run. So that's another system. And there's that which is by prayer. Are you getting what I'm trying to say? There's, there are so many pathways in the spirit. Sincerely speaking. There are so many pathways. Now, if God leaves you to live your life consistently, oh, I'm doing this, I'm going to, uh, what's the name? Pizza House. I'm doing business. Every night, um, I get about 2,000. 2,000, 2,000, 2,000, 2,000. And you calculate 2,000. In fact, God's plan for you is for you to make 2 billion in a month. And you're getting 2,000. So the question is, how do I, how do I, how do I, there's a system. There's a system in the spirit. There's a system in where? In the spirit. The system in the spirit that works for mon- uncommon multiplication. It attracts a certain grace. We call it all grace. It comes from the system of giving. He said, when you give, if you do what? You catch all grace. And that's how all grace works. He said, give. And it will come back to you. Good measure. Press down. Shaking together running over. So we have a good measure, which is one level. Press down one level. Shaking together with another level. Then running over. That's another level. Didn't end there. He said he will cause men. That means plenty. When we talk about men, he's talking about sources. He will cause sources to pour into your bosom. He didn't say pour into your hand. Pour into your bosom. So, it's, it's a dimension. But how do I step there? It's by faith. 
it's not necessarily okay, money, money, money. Sometimes you just give a good morning. Oh, hello, good morning. Good morning, good morning, how are you? I'm fine. Oh, please, can you direct me to uh, oh, oh, just there, please. Can I help you to find a way? Yes, it's gone. It's a seed you have sown. By the time you realize, you don't know, maybe the CEO of uh, cheese importer, importers in Ghana, she's the one you just helped. He will cause men to pour into your bosom. So, uh, uh, you, you understand what I'm saying? The system is reversible. But there are certain things that are not reversible. For example, you cannot undo that which, if you kick against the sovereign will of God, you cannot undo it. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. So, as long as you are alive, you should bless the Lord that you have opportunity to undo. You may not be able to undo the circumstances. Okay? I've, I've gone to pregnant a girl. I can repent and never do that. I can still be anointed and cast out devils, heal the sick. But <laughs> I may be praying for the, the girl with my baby inside. Yeah, that, that's how that yeah, when people get out there, they will say, Oh, so for now, call him will be bad no no. That one they will say it. Because as for seed time, that also I'll teach you that one. <laughs> I'll teach you principles and purpose. Okay, that you know that principles cannot change. Purpose can be altered, but you can't alter a principle. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Last question, I'm closing. Anybody? Did you understand the answers at all? Please, I think uh, his question, the marriage side, what do you do to when? correct it? When I'm supposed to marry maybe Kwame, and I went to marry Kuju. And I realize that that is not the, so what happens? Can I undo the marriage and go and marry the Kwame? <laughs> you can kill your husband. <laughs> you can kill your husband. And some women are praying that their husband should die. Oh. Die. So I die down, die, die. You can't do that. You see, the will of God, he said, I hate divorce. That is the will of God. He hates divorce. Do you understand? So, if you, look, look, let me tell you this. Let me tell you this. Let me tell you this. If you take a decision as a child of God, when the Lord is telling you, don't do this and you do it, you will suffer for whatever you did. Do you understand? The only thing you can do is to make sure that from then onward, you will not do work in there, outside the will of God, to walk in outside the will of God is to take decision to divorce. That is outside the will of God. Do you understand? Now, listen to me. The moment, there the, are the three dimensions. Listen, there is the uh, good will of God. There is the acceptable will of God. And there is what? The perfect will of God. Eh? The perfect will of God. Hmm? I'm teaching you. I'm teaching you. <laughs> no, I'm telling you. I'm teaching you. <laughs> the perfect will of God. Now, there are certain things they may look good. Okay, they are good, but as long as timing and many things that God has put in place is concerned, they are not right for you to do them at that time. And then there are things like what you have gone to do. God has given us our sovereignty as humans. Okay, so the Bible says, I've laid life and death before you, but I recommend for you to choose life. You can't take a decision to choose death, that is your choice. So I carry you and I said, I want to marry you. God, I beg, bless this one, give me. I want to marry David. Are you sure? I want to marry you. Okay, from today. Uh, what God has put together, let no man put us in that. God has accepted it as your choice. Okay? And one thing that would let you know, I mean, not be able to 
change the woman is because when you are making, before you make any mistake in this life, the Holy Spirit will prompt you. I mean, everything that you need as a Christian, okay, to read, to undo your this thing, God will give it. God will give it. You can never say that, oh, I didn't know. Uh, at a point, okay? One daughter of mine who is married to a woman, uh, a man of God. When I was going, I told her, I said, listen, don't go to this marriage. I knelt down. I placed my knees. I remember in the sun, hot afternoon, she came to me, well, coming to invite me for the wedding. I said, look, don't marry this man. Apparently, he had a baby with a man. He had a baby with a man. So pathetic. When he was going to the Bible school, he impregnated my daughter. And then my daughter came to me. And I said, look, the only thing you can do to win the heart of God is to make sure you don't escalate this thing so that this young man can finish his school. So please, keep this. So she decided to actually stay out of school with a pregnancy. She was in the training college. And you could defer course, no? No, bet na fee. And then this guy went through Trinity and finished the school. And now, when he was about to finish, he started he started dating about four different girls to be pastor. It's not pastor, it's to be pastor. So that I can forgive him. Is that not it? Yeah, to be pastor. Four different girls. And one day called my daughter, insulted her with a doc, a doctor fiancé. Sorted and you are no this that that you are homebound. Oh, so my daughter came home crying, and I said, "Let him go. Why are you crying for someone who will destroy your life? For the signs that she has shown, he has shown alone. It's enough that you don't even get near him. I don't know what happened. And the doctor, the doctor girl also take show him. It is show him. Until one man and he post him do so. The post in do so no. Not just say, I was say, oh, worry. Now, say, sorry now, oh, oh, come on. The dinner started with one of the alphabet. Do you know what say, oh, worry? It did so be worry. Now, I do not drink. I already in Kenya ding. But the next thing they say, oh, so say, oh, worry no. Me banner be so, me banner sa. Now, come on, walk your back. I found a say, now, walk a say. Brand man, oh, worry no. Me Benny. It is just so, so sad in it, you know. She was happy. Daddy. This is not the way of you see, God spoke to you. I said, Maybe said, And I'm telling you, I said, Don't you have kept his daughter. Promise him that you will never destroy his ministry. If the baby grows, she should come for the baby and go. Don't let anybody hear about it. It was between me and her parents. Finish. I said, me, I'm not going to say it anywhere. You two don't say it anywhere. When he grows, come for the baby. At that time, I know I try to be careful. Uncle. Also, the ministry, no? And on us. When you preach, you'll be here. When you'll be preaching, you'll be here. When you'll be preaching, you'll be here. Why you be didn't you tell him I love you when he was meeting, I mean, making love to you? I love you. I don't know. You don't need Papa. I said, I said that many things went on. I said, many things went on. So don't let it look like it's his own problem alone. Don't let it look like. This, my daughter didn't mind me. She went ahead and married. I remember one hot afternoon. 
when I was going to my open my shop at Kufferidia, they were marrying at the temple. I was passing around the temple. I was looking at them like that. I told them, I, I told them, I said, if you marry this one, come. I will let you, I want you to know that I stand where God is. I want you to know. At that time, I wasn't a pastor. I knew that if I passed, I didn't go for the wedding. Up to now, even yesterday, she, mommy was telling me about many things that are going on right now. She's not happy. She's not happy. She's not happy. Can you imagine? God will tell you everything, everything that you need to know. But when you go ahead, I see the consequence, you bear it. But make sure you don't take the next decision to be in outside the will of God. Because you may not even know what is waiting for you there. I might say something very important. Yeah. Hmm. We will go deeper next week when we begin to touch uh, some of these things. Sunday, I'll talk about something different, still on the will of God. But I'll continue this thing on Tuesday. God bless you. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed the podcast, you can subscribe. You can share with your friends. Take a screenshot and share it on your social stories and tag us at KMC Worldwide. For more information, visit kmcworldwide.org. Thanks again for listening. God bless you.